What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a new year, and I have a new podcast here at The Ringer, Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi. Austin and I go way back and talk so much hoop already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on all of these conversations. Every week, Pasha and I will hit on the biggest stories happening in the league and get Austin's perspective of someone currently hooping in the NBA. Tap into Off Guard every Friday on The Ringer NBA Show feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Peter Rosenberg! Shout out to that guy, yeah. The majesty. Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Championship! A thousand percent confirmed. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast. It's Cheap Heat. It's January 2023. We are less than two weeks away from the Royal Rumble. I am your forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg. Joining me in Philadelphia, the physically large stat guy, Greg. And joining us in Los Angeles, California, 35 at 35 Dipperstein. Welcome mm-hmm. aboard, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you both for being here today. It's deeply, deeply appreciated. Um, <laughs> let's let's start out. Let's just jump right into it because there's too much going on. I want to get to some mailbag today. I don't want to end up feeling overly rushed. Um, and I know everyone has a lot of things to say. You know, we 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 got dips. Um, Dip went back to his old tradition of late night texting the group when everyone's already gone to bed East Coast time. And he's watching the show of giving uh, commentary. But SGG, was there anything uh, big outside the ring in this past week? Oh, my God. Was there? After we got off the show, there was talks of WWE being sold to the Saudis oh. and talks of... Oh, we covered this on Friday, by the way. I, should, I, I don't know if you heard this. You did. Something. No, I did. I okay, did. Okay. That's what I was going to say. You know, that, you're a professional. That was, the, that was the biggest news of the week. Let's be honest. You asked me, has anything big happened since we last recorded? 
The yes. people who listen to Cheap Heat Friday something have already heard you and Goldstein talk about this and talk about potential sales. And um, they might have heard this on other Ringer podcasts, but they heard it straight from you uh, with the talk to the Saudis and, and Stephanie McMahon stepping down and things of like that. But let's be honest, that is the story of the week, right? What is happening with WWE now that Vince McMahon is officially is officially back in his role as exec or actually some, it might be a new role as executive chairman of executive the board. chairman right because he's not back in his role in a creative aspect but he's no. back in his role as chairman the uh, my favorite thing about I, I mentioned this on the friday something but dip wasn't here and dip doesn't pay attention that much to like twitter he's not on twitter so he doesn't pay attention to it at all but the assuredness of the wwe haters and how the the wwe haters were already <laughs> attacking the shills Right. For for their defense of a deal that didn't happen. It was it was a wild thing to watch. Like and these it could days, not have man. happened that fast. It could not have happened that fast. Let's be honest. I, I think you said Ebro pointed out to you and and it's true. Like if he had to do an SEC filing just to come back on the board and that's the way people found out, there's no way that he was gonna just do a sale without any filings, any type of paperwork that wasn't going to get leaked. Yeah, that 9 o'clock at night, it's just like, hey, by the way, the Saudi government has bought WWE. So anyways, in that time, we have not learned a lot. Uh, I've seen conflicting reports. Some people think it will be sold to a, to a media conglomerate. Some people still think it could be the Saudis. Some people don't think it'll get sold at all. And this is all sort of like business posturing. To be honest, it's all like totally beyond my scope of knowledge and interest. I don't know anything about it. If I did, I'd be much wealthier than I am. You know, like I'm not going to be like the quote unquote wrestling media who started making up all their minds and decisions about this whole thing without knowing anything. And furthermore, acting as if every single company that we consume from isn't involved in some sort of relationship with someone who we probably don't approve with. It's just like it's completely selective outrage, but that's for another day. It's all dirty. It, I mean, I think Sammy said it. I, I said it before, you know, just to enjoy entertainment, you just got to accept that like somewhere your morals are being tested, probably even compromised just to enjoy entertainment and participate Oh, my Twitter, my Twitter was already full. People are already fully coming at me. I wanted people wanted me to make denouncements prior to even news <laughs> being said. So, anyways, we'll, we'll keep everyone abreast with what happens. You won't. We, we don't even need us to because this information always ends up being very big mainstream news. Anything else uh, happened in the? Before we move on, can I just say too? I saw reports that the cons might be interested in buying, and I think. Oh yeah, that too. That is the one that I'm going to go ahead and say is just is just completely far fetched. I think because. Well, do you think their interest is far fetched? I like, think that, I th that they would buy. I believe they're interested, but wouldn't wouldn't a lot of things have to fall into place, right? For them to would they have to sell some teams? Would they have to like? Oh no, no, no! He can afford it. Join a, You think he can I, afford it outright? I think I think Shad Khan has like fifteen million dollars, something like that. But anyway, fifteen billion dollars. But I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure about that. Congratulations to the Jaguars, by the way, who advanced to the uh, second round of the playoffs. A big win for the. The Khan family. Um, anything else from outside the ring in professional wrestling? Uh, no, that was the biggest story that I saw. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see a whole it, lot it, either. It, it, it eclipsed everything, let's be honest. Well, well, we did find out last night that uh, all of a sudden, like I knew that the 30th anniversary of Raw was approaching a few weeks ago. Didn't think anything was happening. And then as of yesterday, it was announced on Raw that there will be Raw is 30, although it was done as XXX. 
Great marketing, by the way, I think. Or is it really, or did a lot of people just end up clicking on things they shouldn't have clicked on? Well, you definitely have to be careful with the <laughs> with the Google search when you're trying to find out information about. <laughs> yeah, raw I mean, if you just XXX. type in raw XXX, you might get some interesting things. But they announced um, crapshoot if you type in raw XXX. A, a lot of the uh, sort of I don't want to say usual suspects, but usual suspects that you're you're, you're going to get your uh, your Ric Flair, you're going to oh, yeah. get your Kurt Angle, you're going to get your Bella Twins. You're going to get Tatanka. I mean, let's be honest. There's no there's no Raw 30 without Tatanka. Um, you're going to get... You know the one that made no sense to me that I saw promoted, guys, was Teddy Long. I was like... I, it's yeah, so the funny. SmackDown, the SmackDown GM? Yeah, I really only I really only think about Teddy... I mean, I'm, I know he refereed on Raw, but like, I don't think of him being a Raw figure. Me it's either. like one of my little pet peeves over time is like... Everyone sort of gets tossed into the same bucket. This happens in hip hop too. They'll be like old school night with 50 cent big <laughs> yeah. daddy Kane. I'm like, wait, but 50 cent and big daddy Kane are 20 years apart. Like, what do we, you know what I mean? 50 cent it, has 50 cent hit the old school mark though. No, I actually made that one up. I don't know if I've seen it with 50 cent, but it's like that. It'll be, oh no, it'll definitely be DMX, God rest his soul. It would, like there were shows when DMX was live that would be like DMX and Rakim. And I'm like, they're not the same era whatsoever. So, uh, but Raw XXX will be a thing. And they announced uh, Bailey um, uh, having a cage match against Becky Lynch. They announced a uh, an acknowledgement ceremony of the Tribal Chief. Now, did you guys take that? Dipperstein, did you think that the acknowledgement ceremony, did you notice that they said every generation of the bloodline will be represented? I'm going to say it right now. You're getting the rock on Monday for sure. I believe I believe you're right. <laughs> I believe you're right a thousand percent. I hope so. Because when I, the people kind of went over that, like I looked on social media and it looked like people were brushing past it and being like, this is just a good excuse to have Roman Reigns on Raw. I was like, I don't, they specifically mentioned Every generation. Yeah, I I think everyone is going to... Here's what I'm hoping. The decoy are the matches. The cage match, the Usos title match against the Judgment Day. Those are all kind of decoys. And the real McCoy is going to be The Rock coming out to build us to WrestleMania. You'll get The Rock. You may get a video, but you're getting The Rock on Monday. You're you're calling it right now, guarantee. That's a different scene, guarantee. I think you will get The Rock in some capacity. I don't know if you're going to get him on, like, in the ring, but you're going to get him on on a video of some kind. You'll get The Rock. We're getting The Rock. The Rock will be on the broadcast. How could they say that? They're saying that on purpose. I know. I mean, every generation. It's it's not Rikishi. They're not saying it for Rikishi. They're not saying it for Samu, Fatu. You wouldn't think so. It could be all of them. It could be all of them. It could be all of them. It could be all of them, but but they're not saying it to to boost them up. I think Dip is right. They're saying it for The Rock. They did it for The Rock. I believe so. I believe we're getting that rock. Now, from something awesome to something that I'm, you know me, nauseated by. You guys know what it's going to be. Say it. Just talk, just say what you have to say about Cody Roach. Just say what you have Did, to say. They they had to tell us that Cody's coming back at the Rumble. They couldn't let his music just hit. I wouldn't you number one. Put him in first in the Rumble. Like why? Why did we have to get this build up and this? It's like this slow leak of his return. This is the biggest, hottest, 
a kind of quote new star they have. And because let's be real, Cody Rhodes is a new star. He's not a new WWE superstar. He's a returning WWE superstar. But in terms of being a true star, he's the newest big star they have. He happened to get injured in this and then have this dramatic exit in this breathtaking match with Seth Rollins. The time has passed. It lines up just right for him to come back at the Rumble. Everyone would have been expecting it anyway, but at least we would have had the moment. I don't know the advantage. Can someone explain to me the advantage of it being announced two weeks ahead of time? So let me ask you this: Does it does it really diminish the moment though? Right? Is Cody's gonna is, is Cody's pop gonna be any less now that we know he's coming? Slightly, yes, in my opinion. I mean, well, I don't think so, but there's there's no way to measure it. There's literally no way to measure it. But um, so I'll say this too: Doesn't it set the stage for for other big surprises or for other surprises to be a big deal? Because let's be real, it's it's not gonna be a no surprises Royal Rumble, right? It is that that is some off years the table. it's pretty low though. Some years it's pretty low. I mean, we've sat here on this podcast and counted up all the names we know, and like it's twenty six. You know, like there'll be like four opportunities for surprise. You know what I mean? Like, okay, again, to go with a, a, a very common SGG argument, which is not a wrong argument of wait and see, is there a world in which there could be such a dope surprise at the Rumble that we don't even need Cody to get in the way of that? If that were to happen, then I would view this differently. That's correct. But if the biggest thing that's happening is Cody, I wish it wasn't announced. That's fair. That's fair. That's that fair, fair, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Dipperstein, so. your tease? Um, I think there's one option to win the Royal Rumble, and that's Cody Rhodes. I think Cody Rhodes is winning the Royal Rumble. Um, I still, you know, there, there's there's rumors By that the way, now today the, is de- declarative Dipperstein. Yeah. Very declarative Dipperstein today. Yeah. Go ahead. Cody Rhodes is winning. Cody Rhodes is winning the Royal Rumble. Okay. Um, in a perfect world, he goes on to face not Roman Reigns, but whoever else is the champion on the other side of this. But there is um, no. If that, I know. Me that I, I, or, or he faces Roman Reigns one <laughs> night and The Rock faces him the other. Um, That's what I, I still think. I'm, I still think I'm being worked that The Rock is not wrestling at WrestleMania because now there's reports that he may not. Um, there, there's chatter that he may not. I think it's a work. I think he will be wrestling at WrestleMania. I still think he will be wrestling me, at WrestleMania. Me too. If he, I'll put it to you this yeah. way. Let me let me just say this. If The Rock is at WrestleMania but doesn't wrestle, this is the end of The Rock. Okay? We don't need to see The Rock two years in a row. One year he doesn't wrestle. One year he does. Or there's some, you know, he's going to want to have one final match. And he's going to want to make one giant electrifying appearance. So if he comes this year, they said last year he was going to wrestle. Then, then they said this year he was going to wrestle. In fact, I think it was supposed to be three years ago that he was going to wrestle. If he doesn't wrestle this time but comes out and is in someone's corner, I think it's a giant waste. It's not for me. I Same. think he needs a match. I agree. And I'll I'll join the Dipperstein bandwagon and say Go ahead. If if I haven't heard chatter that he's not appearing. If there is chatter that he's not appearing, I think that is the evidence that he is appearing. Because think about how many times over the years we've we've expected the rock. And no one has said anything to manage those expectations of like, oh, no, no, you're definitely not getting The Rock. Now, he didn't show up, but they let us believe he would show up when they did this 
Rock celebration for Survivor Series and Rock could be at the end of WrestleMania last year. That like I remember people were waiting around for him to show up. Oh, I forgot. They I forgot never how much said, that was a thing. They they never tried to manage expectations. And say, look, he's not gonna be there. They just let us have that feeling, and he didn't show up, and they let us be mad about it afterwards. Right. So now if they're if they're taking the time this early on to to try and put out some information and say, look. The Rock schedule is not going to allow for this. I think he's going to be there. And I, I feel like there was another time where we thought his schedule wasn't going to allow for it. He might have been filming a fast movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he popped up. So if they're saying that he won't, I'm going to be with Dip and say, and say that he will. Yeah, I haven't ever believed it. I, I'm, I've read it a few times, too. I'm yet to believe the thing that he's not going to be there. It just seems impossible. L.A., like, it just... They sold out two nights at this brand new stadium in Los Angeles. It's Hollywood. It's WrestleMania Hollywood. They need Cena and The Rock there. Okay. They End do. of the story. They and need Batista, Batista there too. Batista needs to go in the Hall of Fame. This needs to be his time to go in the Hall of Fame. Wouldn't it be cool if you got a Batista match too? I think it's. It I think we need a Batista match. I think I would, so too. And like, I, by the way, I didn't like how it ended last time. The the match with Triple H was was good, but here's was the it thing 19, about Tri- was that 2019? No, that was in 30 at 35 in New York. 38. It was in New York? Yeah, it was in yeah, New York. Yeah, that's 2019. That's 2019. Oh, yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah. I, I was miserable. I need him to do it again when I'm not miserable. <laughs> and I'll say this, too. <laughs> With it being a Triple H match, listen, Triple H has, has a great body of work at WrestleMania. And a great body, ha- period, full stop. <laughs> he does, he does. But you have to sort of enjoy it in isolation, right? If you watch it throughout the show, he has great matches that get overshadowed by bigger moments and better matches on the show. So I think the Batista match, if you watch it and just go in to watch it. Oh no, I believe it. It's, it's, very have, it is, it's a very good match, but it's but like, it didn't feel, did it feel like the end? Did it feel like this has to be, I, I don't remember. Cause I, like I said, I was out of it in 2019. Did it feel like this is the last time we're going to see Batista for sure? Well, he said it, but it's he wrestling, said it, right? So, right. so that doesn't mean anything. Now, speaking of The Rock, we're talking about The Rock a lot. We have to mention Young Rock. Dipperstein, did you watch the episode yet? I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's great. I've had so many people tell me to watch it. I just need I need a half hour is the truth. Uh, you, you mean to watch this week's episode or to watch it generally? I, I'm I'm behind on Young Rock. You're, you're behind. Uh, you, you know what? Uh, it's very, by the way, very rare what you're getting right now. Dipperstein admitting that he's behind on a show. He's he, he's lied for seasons. He's there have been shows he's lied for seven straight seasons. <laughs> In this it. case, he's only it because this and 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 I don't think we'll ruin anything. You, you just go back and watch it. You it, you can't ruin anything. It's, it's I know history. what happens because my I know what's going on on the show because my mother texts me and goes. Brian, how could you not be watching Young Rock right now? It's the best show on TV. <laughs> By the way, though, it is. It, I, I do have it's to. It's really ag- good. I have to agree with Mary Dipperstein. A, I love the show. B, you are a very busy man, but you are spending at least twenty-two minutes doing something else during the week that you would enjoy this more than. It's you can't believe it's on TV. Every time I watch it, I'm like pinching myself. Like, is this actually network television? How did how did Brian Kowartz and 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 Dwayne Johnson pull this off? Seven dollars in a dream. I feel this, like they're fooling somebody still. Like that. Like I know. You know what I mean? Like they, like people aren't quite like seeing what's going on on this. Like they I haven't know. caught on yet. You know. Like, that's do what they it feels know? Like. Do they know it's like an inside wrestling comedy? It's I just can't get over. It. And this past week's episode 
was really like, you know, and listen, I'm not saying it's not sort of um, fudged over in a Hollywoodish way. Obviously, they make things more simple and straightforward, and it's the Rock's lens, you know, his very optimistic way of describing everything that happens, of mm-hmm. course, but it was a pretty inside wrestling episode. Oh, um, yeah. It's it's about the Rock's match with Triple H at SummerSlam. And I believe that was SummerSlam 98, right? Yeah, SummerSlam 98. And they show it as as it's getting towards SummerSlam. He the Rock says the two hottest guys in the company were me and what was the other name? SGG? No, no, it was Stone Cold and oh, Chad. Oh, sorry, Frost. sorry, sorry, it wasn't him. It was Stone Cold and Chad Frost. Okay, Chad Frost is out with an injury. The woman that he's talking to when he says that. She quickly says, I don't think Chad Frost was a real person or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know. She goes, she goes, I remember everything. I don't remember Chad Frost. And so I look <laughs> yeah. at Natalie, I'm like, Chad Frost. Then to trick you even further, they show you this quote, Chad Frost, and he's like a mid-sized black dude. And you're like, Bianca Belair braid. <laughs> Who is Chad Frost? Yeah. And then this Chad Frost is injured and is going to be out for an extended period of time. Then this Chad Frost turns out to be the heel of the episode, the backstabber who was talking trash and creating friction between The Rock and Triple H. Mm-hmm. I, texted, I texted Brian Gortz and I said, Chad Frost is, is HBK, right? And he responded... You know, with like some meme, like you'll never know. Mwahahaha. But we know. <laughs> it has to be, though. It but has to be. We know. Here's the smoking guns. That here's, here's all the clues that line up for being HBK, right? Chad Frost has a direct line to Vince. He's sitting in Vince's office. Correct. Having this conversation face to face with Vince. Chad Frost is the one of the two biggest stars in the company. In 1998, and he's the one that's out injured. But this is the one that I said, oh, definitely HBK. Whatever Chad Frost said to Vince McMahon, The Rock heard it and said, Triple H has been talking shit. Who else could say something that would get pinned on Triple H in 1998? It's not Diesel. It's not Razor. It's not The Kid. Triple H denied he said it. Brett's gone. Brett's gone. It's Sean. Yeah, no, it's, it, it really it, is Sean. And I, I Googled it because I didn't remember it. And there are a bunch of things about heat between The Rock and Shawn Michaels. I didn't remember that. I, just be honest with you guys. I didn't remember that that was a thing whatsoever. And what what kind of took made blew my mind a little bit was like, but The Rock has always had a good relationship in the, in not always, in recent years, him and Triple H always seem good. And even in the episode, he ends up putting over Triple H as kind of a great guy. Yeah. And yeah. buries Chad Frost. <laughs> Just crushes him. Chad Frost Dip, you have to watch this. You have to watch. What's what makes it more interesting is, is that uh, Chad Frost is now running NXT where The Rock's daughter is coming up. So he's working very closely with the next generation of that family. So ho- who knows? Hopefully that you think helps he's going to bury The Rock's daughter? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is hopefully that helps mend some fences, right? Yeah, isn't yeah that, that's true. That's how Sean and Brett 
got back together. Natty and uh, TJ were working with Sean, and they said, you know what, let's patch this up. So, by the so way, no, I, maybe the future is bright. Listen, if if Sean and Brett could patch things up, I'm confident Sean and The Rock can. But did you read about some of that heat though? How it, how it all goes way no, back no, to please. like Hawaii. I don't think oh, The Rock cares at this point. You think he does or does not? Does not. But hold on. But but he but he he went as far as not using his name in the episode or even like his image. Right. Everybody's if, got like an Easter egg with their gear or some type. Well, of, no, no. Or just mostly outright just says who they are. Yeah. I mean, so here's my thing, Dip. If if he was completely over it and didn't give a damn at all, wouldn't he have just included it in the show and been like, "It took me a long time to forgive Sean, but I did." Yeah, yeah. That's what he right. would do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he didn't do that. She left it there. That's true. I love it. I love it. I hope, Dip. Do you have any idea if the ratings have been going up? Like, I do you know if like things are going well? No, I think, but I I don't know for sure. But I think they are. I think they are. So I wish it's, them all the best. It's very, very, are. It's we, very, we very need, good. We need about three more seasons of this. Real, real quick, uh, important non-wrestling pause for a moment. What, what did you guys think about the The Last of Us? I didn't watch it. I didn't catch it yet. Yeah. Are you going? Are, are you going to watch it? I, might, like I, didn't, you'd watch. I didn't play the game though. Do you need to like have any inside knowledge? No, I played okay. the game a little bit during COVID, and I was like, "Wow, this feels like it should be a show or a movie." Uh, okay. But I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Uh, very enjoyable. I thought it was very, very enjoyable. And if you ever played the game at all, it feels enough like the game, and it's really pretty good. And did you see uh, Your Honor is back? I don't know if you were. I Your did. Honor oh man! Oh, what? Did you know that was show. coming back? I didn't think I it didn't. was coming. I, I thought the, I thought it was going to be like one a one season one and done. It was a pretty good story at the end of the first season. Like it ended. No, no, it felt over. It didn't feel yeah, like there was did. anywhere else to go. But um, what about Tulsa King? Are you watching Tulsa King? Not yet. I need to tap into that though. I've heard great things about Tulsa King. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying Tulsa King. I'm enjoying. It took me a little time at first. I watched it and thought, you know what, Sylvester Stallone's a terrible actor. And then I kept watching, and I was like, you know what, I I, I remember why I love Sylvester Stallone. He's awesome. <laughs> he is very charming despite the acting he, skills. Because <laughs> it is. He is charming. And 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 I I was watching Rocky three last week, and I was just reminded. Dip, was there any? I know you're a master of of saying that you watched things that came out five minutes after you were born or even before you were born. Did you ever get to have the moment, a very important, I believe, um, culturally Jewish moment when Rocky is doing the Mourner's Kaddish in Rocky Three? Mm, of course. That, uh, yes. Iconic. I, I couldn't believe it. when I was like, is that Sylvester? It was almost like Young Rock being on network TV. <laughs> Me seeing Rocky Balboa do the Mourner's Cottage for Mick. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. 
I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. All right. So last night, I had a thought, and I'm curious about what you two think. I know Dip has some critical things to say about the the opening seg of Raw last night. Um, I just want to say two things. One, I hope you're going to give credit, Dipperstein, to the sort of matching gear that the Judgment Day are wearing, because I know you like when factions look like factions. Here's the thing. I, I, I do like the Judgment Day a lot, but I mean, like... <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> slander. <laughs> slander all the way. I mean, that segment last night, just the timing of, of, the, of the reactions to what each of them were saying and just the whole thing was just so off. It was, was too, act, no, too, too were, acty. It was so acty and there was no one – there was no one driving the dialogue between the two – between the two like factions. And so like everyone was just waiting for each other to say what they like were trying to remember what they were supposed to say. <laughs> and it, it just felt so choppy. And it was like, yeah, it was cringe. And the- but um, you know, I will say I I said this on the group chat. The the uh the Mysterios are are clearly rubbing off on Finn Balor because you see Finn Balor with the with the custom Palm Angels outfit. <laughs> And you see Dominic with the with the off custom off white uh, flannel, all purple, you know, gimmicky things. And this is a very fashionable evil stable. I got to be honest. <laughs> it, Finn, it is the most fashionable evil stable we've ever seen. I want to see Rhea Ripley like with. I want to see Rhea Ripley with like, uh, you know, some Dolce and Gabbana boots on. <laughs> Finn, <laughs> Finn has always been like that. I don't think we can give the Mysterios oh, credit really? for for stepping Finn's. I've never seen up. Finn Balor wear a, a, a yeah. you know a. a a, a nine hundred dollar track jacket, not to the ring, but he he's he's been like that. He's been he's been very fashionable. Um, I don't think you can give the Mysterios credit for that. Well, now, actually, you see, yeah, I didn't know you, you followed see, Finn's behind the scenes um, outfit choices. I mean, everybody everybody has a gram, you know. People people are people are inspired by other people. Finn Finn's a fly dude, you know. You can get some fly inspiration from Finn. I'll be honest, I don't, like I don't, I don't and, even know Palm Angels. Is that Mage? Yeah, Mage. Ma- yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know Palm Angels either. Yeah. So you know the biggest problem. Here's the the biggest problem with last night's promo. I think will will lead to the compliment that I want to give. The most compelling part of last night's segment was Rhea Ripley leaning up against the ropes. She is right now in like, and she didn't do enough in the promo. She is in getting into territory of like, you really start to believe she could be the second coming of China. Like a, a new and improved. Like Sherry meets China. Yeah, I, I don't even I don't even know if that's fair to Rhea with the way she's going because like she was so completely unfazed and and not threatened at all by any any of the the bloodline. 
She didn't give a damn what the Usos were saying. She had no fear that she would get spiked by Solo, which has been... Listen, everybody's worried about getting hit with that Samoa spike, including the three men that she's in the blood in the in the judgment day with. And she was just unbothered because she knows that as tough as everybody is, and as tough as they all are gonna say they are, she's the one that doesn't have to bark at all. She's the one that doesn't have to get involved at all. Cause she, she may very well be the toughest one in the ring at that time. Well, and they they she also does this thing of yes, she's tough. But she very often gets in people's faces. They don't hit her, and then they get hit from the <laughs> yeah. like behind when they're not paying attention. So she's like walking this awesome blurry line. But like, man, to me, a lot of I've seen a lot of people predicting that in 2023 she's going to win a singles title. That's a traditionally male title. I see U.S. something like that. Uh, much like, like much it. like, like uh, China was the IC I like champion. I, I, like I could it. see it. I, I um, mean, she's she's in a zone right now. Here's here's what I mean. I don't know if this is because circumstances have all of a sudden changed again. Okay. But I will tell you on Friday night and on Monday night, the fake crowd sounds were back in full effect. And it was really distracting and really bad. I, 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 I noticed on Raw. I, oh, I, I didn't. I mean, it just completely ruins the show for me. It's been such a pleasure to not hear that crap. And now it's back and it was just – I wasn't as bad as when it was like peak post-COVID. No, nothing nothing could be that. That was the worst fake crowd sounds of all time. But it's back and it's distracting and just totally takes me out of it. You can't hear what they're saying backstage because someone's not paying attention to the sound cues again. Or, you know, there, there's – in the ring all of a sudden there's a, 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 a giant, you know, mass cheer and then it immediately goes quiet. I mean, it's Look, they're, pipe, they're piping in bare barks right now even. <laughs> oh, God. It's so upsetting to hear that again. It just completely takes the whole thing down a notch for me. Well, guys, so that, why do they have to do this? Go. Why do they why do they have to do it when people are backstage? I I, I don't like it, but I can defend it when they're in ring because they're they want to sh- they want to make it sound like it went a certain way for the live crowd. I don't like it, but I get it. But it's backstage, they're not in front of the crowd. Why does the crowd have to react to what they're saying backstage? Why can't you just couldn't it have been realistic that you just took the crowd out altogether and we're just hearing them talk? You don't need it. You're preaching that you're barking up the wrong tree here. It's preposterous. I don't even know what the point is. I don't even know what what is it. It's a horrible it's, choice. It's dead it really uh, very detrimental to the to the product, in my opinion. As you I mean, know, there's no bigger <laughs> crowd noise hater in the business today. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Um, any other big takeaways, Dipperstein? We know we always I have mean, you unlimited time. Um. Yeah, I mean, while he thinks, I'll jump back to Friday. Can we talk about Charlotte and how she has flipped the switch? And she's 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 heading down like legendary babyface territory now too. Like we saw those videos of her with the people outside hugging, hugging and kissing babies. It's like I didn't I didn't know she had it in her. She did not know she had it in her. She's been back and forth so many times. She's like the big show of 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 female wrestlers when it comes to how many times she's been back and forth baby face and heel it doesn't even do anything for me anymore i, don't I like think, charlotte i've never I, seen her baby face this go, hard go this hard this with the baby face and have it connect right because like i think that video of her outside the arena i think did that go like really did that go like really viral or something it did i saw it i saw it in a couple of places and okay. i didn't think i didn't think that 
she would connect with the people like that to where like she's outside. Yeah, she's a big star, but her looking so comfortable and natural with the kids, with the people just in the crowd, like the same way Becky Lynch is portrayed as like a man of the people on TV. And I believe Becky is like that also, but Charlotte, Charlotte was doing that on Friday on SmackDown too. And I don't think they're going to put it on TV because obviously Becky's already doing that on Monday nights, but it, it is cool to see that she has that in her. And I don't know if it was the hiatus. I wonder and, how and long she'll, people. I wonder how long she'll go with this. Like, I wonder if they'll really try to make her like a, a long-term baby face or if it's just kind of a quick setup to get her to the next spot to be healed again. Yeah, who knows? Who, hopefully uh, it's like a long-term babyface thing because, I mean, she can do it, I believe. Dipper the scene? most interesting thing on TV is the Uncle Howdy Bray Wyatt thing. Are you loving Uncle Howdy and Bray any, Wyatt? Any, yeah, of course I'm loving it because it's the Did only Did you love element. Uncle Howdy's appearance during the Bliss? Uh, I like the Bliss Bianca thing, actually. It was awesome. Yeah. It's the, only, it's the only element of surprise that's going on right now. And it's uh, it's that's what I care about. That's what I want to see. I want I want I want it to be unpredictable week to week, so that I just never know what I'm going to get. And uh, that's what that's providing for me as a fan. I so, I, I also enjoyed that. Besides the uh, Uncle Howdy appearance, which I thought was really good, I liked that Bianca seemed sort of unhinged with Bliss. Yeah. She has got, to be though, right? Because Bliss is unhinged. So, well, I'm just glad they're doing it though. Like, I, you're you're fighting un you're fighting supernatural forces. Spinning your hair is not going to do anything. You got to beat the hell out of whoever's there. And I liked that she seemed unhinged. Like, threw her into the ring post, kept tossing her everywhere. And Bliss is so great at getting tossed around in that way. Like, it looks like a brutal beatdown. Then Uncle Howdy makes the save. I wonder if there's any world in which Bliss could beat her at the Royal Rumble because they did make that match also. I sort of like I sort of like that. I will say this: Bianca's at a place right now. There are basically two people I could see beating her: Rhea Ripley or Alexa Bliss with the help of supernatural powers. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, I'd, you kind of need supernatural powers to beat Bianca. Bianca may look more jacked than she's ever looked, by the way. I think her and Montez are following the same program in the gym right now. She looks like she can crush. So I, I wonder whether this could be a real thing and Bliss could get a could get a shot. You might be onto something though, P. You really do. You really, you really might be onto something because I mean, unless she wants to go into WrestleMania as champion. I mean, she's been there before, she's won the title there before. Maybe she wants to go in as champion, but her losing at the Rumble. Um, it does inject that that little element of surprise, an element of anything can happen, and it, it removes some predictability. But then, but then the winner of the women's it, then who the winner 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 of the women's rumble call out, and who's going to win the women's rumble? That's a good question. I mean, Charlotte's right there, right? Charlotte, if you want the big match, Charlotte Charlotte is right there. So the winner of the women's rumble, I would. By the way, I'd be totally good with Charlotte winning, and and her and Bianca finally having like the, the real. A, a meaningful story of some sort. Or Bianca winning the Rumble and going to Charlotte or Oh yeah, I forgot Charlotte's already champion. So it doesn't it doesn't really matter. They could have a unification thing. Or you win that you win it with the title and still get to call out the other person to try to win both titles. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be insane. So I suppose it's possible as well. Karrion Cross can speak. That guy can that guy does well. That guy that guy can pick up the microphone and say anything. I, I, I agree. I talented I, performer. Yeah. I thought I thought he was really good with uh with Ray the other day. Yeah. 
I, I gotta be. I'm over. I'm over the Ray thing. I'm, You're over I'm, the Ray I'm over. Thing? I'm over Ray already. There's, You're over Ray already. I'm over it. Enough is enough. Yeah, he's like. A, I mean, it's like been like beaten, 20, 30 years, so I'm not gonna beat you up too much on that. But he's Ray, a beaten. Ray's he's like a beaten down dad. He's, you know, ugh, I, I don't. Know. Ugh. That was good. Know. No, no, no. You, he brought it. Hey, <laughs> 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 I mean, no one else is talking about Ray Mysterio. <laughs> We're busy talking about the bloodline 50,000 weeks in a row. Well, no, no, I, I hear you. That's that's fair. Um, you know, I mean, what are you going to say about it? It's like he put like all he has is the mask at this point. Other than that, he's just like an old beaten down dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and they're not. And the worst part is they're not even doing the beaten down dad story. Well, they well, are. They go Karen, back to Karen Cross is talking ish yeah. about his relationship with Dominic. But they're like so far apart from each other. Like, it doesn't even feel like Ray, with the exception of getting beaten up on the holidays by his son, it doesn't even feel like he's connecting, connected at all to him. No. It's like, we don't see them together. Here comes Easter. Dominic beats up Ray, and we go on. But that needs to come back around. I think I think uh, Dominic needs to turn back babyface at some point when we find out that, like, Ray is, like, you know, buying him all this expensive clothing at at, uh, at the mall. You know, he's got him. He's at Neiman Marcus. They're at Neiman Marcus together. And he's like, Dad, I know I've been treating you so horribly, but I, I look, that off-white flannel is on sale from, you know, 1300 <laughs> to 1100 And I, I really, I want that 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 flannel. And he's like, Dom, Dom, you, you know, you, you've been you treating me so- You can't beat me, me up so, at every holiday. You, you, yeah, you, you can't just barge into my house with Rhea Ripley <laughs> and smash my head into uh, uh, the, the dining room table. You can't expect me, if you do that, to buy you these these- Eleven hundred dollar flannel, no. or as Smoke Dizza said, it's twenty five hundred dollar flannels. You are really. You know. That's right. Somebody He's listened a, to his album. <laughs> he said um, twenty five hundred dollar flannels. That's right. Smokey that's right. said that. He said he yeah. Smokey said he's buying twenty five hundred dollar flannels. Which by the way, that is some expensive flannel. Uh, I've never seen. A, I've never heard of a flannel like that. Uh, it's quite the flannel. That's quite the flannel. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I think it needs to be revealed that Dominic doesn't have any money. And that Rey Mysterio is still providing him all these luxury items. And because at the end of the day, he is his son. He wants him to look good. So he's bankrolling this this spending habit, this shopping habit that Dominic has. And I think it gets revealed. And then the Judgment Day makes a judgment call to make fun of him. I know, where, of- I know where this can all happen, Dip. This should all play out at the new mall in Hudson Yards. It's all like yes. all like Louis Vuitton <laughs> store. All yeah. the Rolex stores, all right there. They go oh, on a yeah. shopping spree, and they end up having like some sort of match right out there in Hudson Yards at the weird, you know, copper thing. Yeah, the, or, the or does Ray is. does Ray confront Dom spending his credit card at the mall, and oh. then they have the one on one? Oh no, no, no! That's a great call, SGG. The whole thing comes to a head. He gets the he, MX bill. He's yeah. He goes, mm-hmm. "You're still using my MX after all this." Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, what, Dad? I, just because I'm in a different faction and we have problems doesn't mean I can't use your Amex. Exactly. It still says Mysterio on the car. Yeah. Mom said I could still use your Amex. <laughs> I'm, you're getting all the points. You know, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he's getting in the points, but but uh, <laughs> he also finds out that he's been using DoorDash and, uh, and Uber Eats constantly still on his card. It's still connected to his account, Ray's account. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, he gets in trouble for for you know just going crazy. All the Ubers, all the all the lifts, all the altos, they're all still <laughs> on Ray's credit card. That's a very, very good point. I kinda wanna call Smoke Dizza and ask if he's really buying 
twenty five hundred dollar flannels. Don't don't have him break kayfabe on the podcast if he's. I gotta find this Gucci flannel. I've never seen. Yo, this. Ray had a Gucci flannel right, guys, on during get... the during the beatdown with Dom, and I, when Dom rolled up at Christmas. The only person who wears more luxury clothing than Dominic Mysterio is unnamed WWE person. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know what mm-hmm, I'm talking about, SJJ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, By the way, mm-hmm. no one has guessed it yet. I don't think anyone guessed. No it. one's gotten close. And I'll be and and I'll say this: dip your nose, hints, dip nose. Your hints were all on point. Dip Thank should you. know. Dip should. Oh, know. dip nose. Dip nose. Dip should know. Who no the one only per- dip? We don't say the person's name, but there's only one person who wears more luxury clothing in WWE than the Mysterios. <laughs> you know him. You know mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Friend, he, oh, you sure do. He's a yep. friend. He's a friend. We, we're not saying the person's name. No. Oh. This person. Well, now person we have to blurt that out to protect the integrity of the guesses. Yeah, yeah. We have to. We have to blurt that, out, that too. out to protect. No, this person isn't necessarily on camera. P, you give it too much. You give it too much. P, you give it too much. No, but, that's a, not necessarily on camera. I think is. How about this? Not a superstar. Okay. Person's not a I, superstar. I, I can't. I can't. Oh my think god! All right, just just bleep this out. Type please. it. Type it in the chat. No, no. Just bleep this, Troy, because we got. Oh. <laughs> it's true and by the way when we did the episode where we first brought this up he immediately texted me (laughs) and was like i know you're talking about me there's no one when i first saw him he was i did you remember did i take a picture of his outfit the first day i I wanted to take a picture and send it to you he's it was like an mcm (laughs) full head to toe anyways he should start a faction yeah him and the mysterios should all start a new faction L- call just called luxury design. <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of uh, damage control, it's uh, you know yeah luxury, luxury items luxury items mail. First of all, Akash wrote us and told us uh, that told me that Ange Gold has no idea how lucky he is about his baby's sleeping schedule. <laughs> he says that uh, Ange Gold's baby has the sleeping schedule of the cinch. He was quite quite jealous. Um, let's see. Chris writes us, uh, Dippy Bagels. <laughs> Greetings, Cheap Heat fam. As a Gentile with some Ashkenazi running through my veins, 23% if 23 and me is to be believed, <laughs> I'd like to defend Dip's bagel orders. Oh, by the way, Goldstein absolutely ripped your bagel orders last week. He came on here and just uh, destroyed uh, you. And I agreed uh, with every word he said. I see. <laughs> he, said he said, I'd like to defend... He said, I'd like to defend Dip's bagel orders. I'd like to, but I can't. <laughs> when they've been described in detail over the last couple of weeks, I gagged every time. Wasn't, wasn't sure if I should say oof, oi, or both. And Peter, this is definitely not how a Gentile orders bagels. We love Novalox platters and bagel dogs. I don't, by the way, I don't know a lot of Gentiles who like Nova Locks platters. I'm just being honest. As horrifying as his bagel orders are, we all still love Dip. The Dipperstein Gentile army is standing by, ready to don our <laughs> Dip is made shirts whenever they become available and defend his honor. But when I'm visiting my family, but when I'm visiting my family in Boynton Beach adjacent, an order like th- that at Flakowitz will likely get me banished back to today's or worse to Subway. <laughs> Stay mage and keep it's, smearing properly. First of all, it's Flakowitz, and that, that place is quite the experience. <laughs> if you've never Sorry. been. Sorry. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important 
to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Mail. My dogs. I'm sure you guys were all bummed about Cody announcing his entering in the Royal Rumble as it takes away from the element of surprise. I'm actually okay with it because a Cody return at the Rumble had been rumored and suggested for months. So I don't actually think it would have been much of a surprise. So here's my question What realistic return or debut would legit shock you? I'm not talking about MJF, Mox, or any other AEW person we know isn't coming. A returning Rusev? Mandy Rose? Last one. Could you actually see The Rock winning the Rumble? Does he even need to challenge Roman at Mania? Does he need that to challenge Roman at Mania? Stay mage. Thanks for the years of enjoyable content, Trevor in Sacramento. Um, Good questions all around. Mandy Rose at this point would be interesting. It would, especially I- since the recency of what happened and like her release. And, you know, she she went on Tamron Hall. And so she's definitely released. She's definitely she's definitely been released from the company. Um, they haven't announced it formally like they usually do, but she's definitely gone. But her coming back so quick, I think, would be interesting. Naomi um, would they, be great. Naomi would be great. On the and I think side, I, I think that's very likely. By the way, I, I would assume that's what happens. Uh, on the men's side, I would say somebody from New Japan, or maybe like a Jay White. Because, you know, I think about that AJ Styles moment and how unlikely it was that he even popped up at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. So maybe some maybe they could give, you know, go down that road again since they already. I just don't know they, that there's an AJ Styles out there, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. You know, well. Again, it's going to AEW. But like if Eddie Kingston showed up. That would be Mage. Yeah, is Eddie some, still, he's still he's still on he's still on AW t- regularly. I think he is right? still. I haven't seen him on TV. I feel like I haven't seen him in a minute in a while, but I'm pretty sure he's still on the roster. I don't know what happened to him. Or like, but yeah, besides that, I can't really think of an, an outside AEW. I can't think of what a name would be that would be that thrilling if they showed up, except for Naomi or Sasha Banks. And the thing with AJ when he did show up is it was in Orlando too, so that was like home base. Yep. I thought that was the cheat code. I didn't think he'd continue to be over. Right. No, he 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 really made a name for himself. So, I mean, is there some, maybe somebody in NXT? You know, I don't know. Oh, I, I could I could see Braun Breaker being in the Rumble, right? I could see it too. They've had NXT champions compete in the Yeah, that's that, but that's that's not even that big a surprise. That's the thing. That that's like now kind of pretty pretty regular. That the big NXT person gets their shot in the Rumble, like that's pretty common. Yeah. Uh, Bad Bunny would be fun. Not surprising. Not surprising though. True. Logan Paul too would be fun and unsurprising. McAfee could be fun. Mm. He's been gone a long time. That's a good one. I could see McAfee in there because that's like they haven't they haven't announced bringing him back to SmackDown yet, right? No. 
And you my have guess, to think that seat is his. Like, I don't know what's going to happen to to Wade Barrett, but you have to Mac, think it's his. Yeah. And so, assuming he's coming back, or even if he said, "I, you know what, I don't want to come back to commentary. It's too much. I'm good." Either way, wouldn't the Rumble be the perfect way to bring McAfee back in? Yeah, but they got to they got to clear that check on Seven Nation Army though. <laughs> that song that he debuted on at that WrestleMania, it's no. I, I feel you. I feel. You. I, I wanted Seven Nation Army again. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, for one night like, only. They <laughs> right because even like. I remember they went through all the trouble of like bringing out the choir and teaching the choir the chant and then hitting the new music with the new chant. And then people still ended up chanting Seven Nation Army when right. it was so like we- back in track. So like, you know what I mean? What are we doing here? <laughs> it's just, so we'll see. Well, all, all, to answer the, 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 the listener's question, I don't know what that person would be. How about this? Who's the legend out there? That popping up would at least just pop you big. Like, wow, haven't seen this person in a minute. Kind of like we had with uh, MVP a few years ago, Carlito last year. Well, that's the thing, right? We're, th- those legends are like ruthless aggression legends now, right? And they are all around. You know what I mean? Like most of them are around. Edge is right. around. Orton is around. I'm guessing we'll see Edge. I'm guessing we will too. You know, um, Brock is around. Batista can be That'll made be available. Fun. Shelton's around. So Cena. Us. Cena's around. Yeah, Cena. Speaking of which, glad we got the uh, Hurt Business sort of back together to just lose again in their first match last night. Yeah. I mean, although MVP got a lot of time yesterday. He did, although I love him, and I'm probably going to catch hell for this, but those stairs, the ring steps was giving him hell last night. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> well, he got up there too late at one point, right? Yeah. Uh, is that what I, I wonder if I wonder whose timing that was on we never know you would assume it's him but you don't know it could have been they moved too quickly on the move I don't know it could have been the way it was blocked by the ref too he probably couldn't see it but yeah know. that there, there that was funky and where do you think they're going to go with the Lashley the ending of the show where Lashley wins the match but he's pissed off at MVP and Omos the hurt listen the hurt business might it looks like it's definitely coming back in some form or fashion but it's just about who those members are at this point. And I don't think Lashley would be one of those members. Well, what did you think of the new Omos ring gear? I like it. I, th- I thought he needed new ring gear. Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. No, I, I, thought, I thought it was either. improvement. He does look huge right now, by the way. All right, speaking of uh, great black talent in WWE, how about some black power rankings? I'm black, y'all, and I'm black. Well, the reason I, I, I was triggered to say that is because I wanted to give it to Omos, who, A, I was excited to see back on TV doing what he does. Who did he beat up? Tozawa? No, that was Bronson Reed. Yeah, no, Bronson Reed, I think, got Tozawa. I forget. I forget. Oh, no. Elias. He beat up Elias. Sorry, Elias, was, Elias. was running his mouth, deservedly yep. so too. I mean, <laughs> Elias way, had it coming. By the way, that. Elias is so jacked and literally just gets his ass beat by everyone. Yeah, but I like that though because he he makes it. He's the he's a great size, right? Because it's believable when he wins, but it's also believable when he's getting his ass beat because of the way he bumps around for people. He you does have to throw him in with like a guy like Omos. He's perfect for because he doesn't have like 
a jobber build, a jobber look, no matter and how And you know much, him, and he's not a jobber technically. He's a he's a he's a he, he's a superstar. But yeah. Yeah, and I no agree. matter how much he wins or loses, like when he when his music hits, he still has a look of like tonight could be his night. And it usually is his night. Let's be real. It usually is. But these days it's it has not been. And so Omos, just for being on TV, for also improving the look and the shape he's been in recently, man. I'm I'm gonna give him the, the nod to my guy Omos. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with uh the Crawfords. I couldn't decide. The Crawfords and uh Angelo Dawkins. I couldn't decide between the Street Profits or uh Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just give it to the family. I'm gonna just give it to the family. Why not? Because look, the Street Profits are looking better every week. There's no there's no getting around it. Um and this and Bianca Belair, like you said, she's bringing that intensity with her feud with uh with Alexa Bliss. Uh, she challenged her for the Rumble. I think it's going to be a really fun match. So I'm giving it to the Crawfords and Angelo Dawkins. All right. Big ups to the Crawford family and our guy, Angelo. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Next week, the big Royal Rumble preview show. But before that, on Friday, we'll have a Friday something. There's something going on Friday edition of Cheap Eat. That's Stack Guy Greg at Stack Guy Greg Twitter, Instagram. I'm at Rosenberg Radio at the Dipperstein on Instagram only, of course. He only gives you one. Yeah, and uh, you can't get too much dip, man. No, no, no. We all know that. Um, do us a favor, everyone, and just uh, stay mage. Professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage.